Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. A very special edition of Carlin versus Joe. The big man's out. Ian Fitzsimmons is in. The gods bringing us together on a day where we have college bowl games while we are on the air. We're Day never one to dabble. Alert. Yeah, we're never one to dabble in that sort of thing. No. But we're going to have a bowl game starting at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And we are going to have a very interesting final half hour of this show. <laughs> navigating while potentially sweating. More on that a little bit. Ian Fitzsimmons, Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Great to have you with us today. Let's go to the phones. Football morning in America. One of the most connected men in the business. One of the best in the business. Peter King joining us here on Carlin versus Joe. Peter, we appreciate the time. Let's just begin with this. Big game yesterday. Cowboys go to Buffalo. Get waxed by the Bills. It felt like... After five straight wins by an average of 23 points per game, punctuated by that victory over Philadelphia, that this might be a different Dallas team than what we had seen in the past. Then they go to Buffalo and that happens. And it feels like we're right back where we started at the beginning of the season asking, are the Cowboys capable of winning a big game in the playoffs? How should we feel about them this morning? Well, the question is, are they capable of winning a big game in the playoffs on the road? And, it appears as though that they're going to have to go on the road at some point because they would be the clear favorite right now to uh, to be the fifth seed in the NFC. So that would mean their entire path very likely will be on the road. They've been a crummy road team. They're scoring half as many points on the road as they are at home. So, I mean, I think when they play at home for whatever reason, um, they uh, are a better football team. And, and look, I think part of what happened Sunday in Buffalo is that right now the Bills are a top three to five team in football, never mind the fact that they're the ninth seed in the AFC. And if the playoffs started today, they, you know, they wouldn't be in them. But whoever has to face, whoever has to, has to face Buffalo, uh, in the postseason tournament, assuming they get there, and I think they will, um, it is not going to have a very pleasant day. Peter, you've been around this game a long time, man. Did you remember a team that was as Jekyll and Hyde as the Cowboys are when it comes to playing at home versus going on the road? I'm sure there have been some, Joe, but I, I don't recall them off the top of my head. I think one of the one of the things about Dallas is that you know, and Bill Belichick always would preach this. Bill, going back to Bill Walsh, I remember. Yeah, you know, I once covered a a Niners game in Philadelphia in 1989, uh, and they still had all of sort of the remnants of 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 all the great 49er teams, and they used to love going on the road because it was us against the world, and that's the attitude they had, and that was sort of. It kind of that became inculcated in them, you know, by Bill Walsh. You should love going on the road 
because it really allows us to kind of, uh, you know, take all the joy away from a team, a city, a region. And, you know, you want to be able to do that. And so I think what ended up happening with Buffalo, or in Buffalo, excuse me, is that so many of Dallas's flaws um, were exposed. And, uh, you know, look, it's not an old story, but Dak Prescott has got to play better in very big games consistently than he has. Last week against Philadelphia, he played great. Uh, yesterday in Buffalo, he didn't. So that has to change starting in Miami on Sunday. Peter King, Football Morning in America, joining us here, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Despite the loss yesterday, the offense has looked quite impressive this year. They made the transition away from Kellen Moore. Mike McCarthy assumed play calling duties. The points are up. The production's up. But, you know, there have been some some tough spots. The Niner game, the Bills game, for example. Do you think McCarthy's done enough to keep the job for next year? Or is there still a scenario in your mind where Jerry Jones could look to make a change? Look, if they lose out and get smoked in the first playoff game and Bill Belichick is on the street, who knows? I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, Jerry Jones really likes McCarthy. He likes working with McCarthy. He is the one who said to him, I really want you to uh, have your offense, I want you to teach it, I want you to run it, I want you to call it. And when Mike McCarthy took this job, he didn't want to upset the apple cart. He really liked Kellen Moore, so Moore stayed. And then because of fairly consistent failures in these big games, they they got rid of him, and McCarthy said, I'm going to do it myself. So what will happen if they absolutely plummet down the stretch of this season, I still doubt Jerry would do anything, but, you know, you never know. Peter, maybe it's just the Chiefs, right, because they have set the bar so high and have been so mesmerizing to watch and a joy to watch where a team can go on the road in the NFL, win by double digits, and we're questioning, you know, how good this team is. Is that just the level that the Chiefs have given us the last few years, or does it just not look right? And I think we just lost Peter King. I can answer your question. Uh, I'm good. Not, go right ahead. Not accurately, but you know, because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I think that we we've gotten so spoiled. Yes. Over the years, with, with with how electric and crisp that this Chiefs offense has looked, now it's one of the worst, if not the worst, wide receiver room in the league. And even you go, you go win again. You went on the road by double digits, and it just doesn't look right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, we spoiled is one way to put it. Peter's back with us, Ian. I don't know if you want to fire part of that question back at him. Yeah, no, I got it. I, okay. I heard, I heard it all. I, I just died on the phone. Um, I, I'll tell you a couple of things about yesterday. Okay, so I covered that game in Foxborough. Uh, I spoke to both Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes alone after the game. Andy Reid told me we're going to continue to work with Tony. He's a very, very talented guy. And look, I think one of the reasons why Kansas City will continue to work with Kadarius Tony is that he's their only sort of burner who they think can take the top off an offense. You saw it in the Super Bowl last year on the punt return. You saw it on the great route he ran to score a touchdown late in that game. So I think I think things are going to have to get significantly worse. I know Mahomes is frustrated. 
he said all the right things to me yesterday, but you could see it by his body language after Tony had the awful, you know, he escorted an interception of the Patriots. But I think what has to happen with this team right now, and I wrote about this in my Football Morning in America column today, that I think what has to happen, they have to do more imaginative things than maybe Andy Reid has ever done. The play that scored the first touchdown for Kansas City yesterday, Matt Nagy brought it to Andy Reid recently. Uh, it's from a very old Columbia and football game decades ago, and it involved a bunch of misdirection and weird motion, and you saw it when Jared McKinnon threw a touchdown pass to Richie Rice. That was the first point of the game. Those are the things they have to do That because they don't have Tyreek Hill anymore. They don't have the guys to take really take the top off of the offense uh, defense. So, I think the imagination of Andy Reid is going to be vital down the stretch of this season. Football Morning in America is the name of the column. It is an absolute must-read every Monday. Peter King joining us here, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. Peter, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. You're welcome, guys. Thank you. Ian Fitzsimmons, Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. To your point on the Chiefs, um, with how we view them and how teams and players like Mahomes can alter like our reality. Like you see Patrick Mahomes and then you start to think your quarterback should play like Patrick Mahomes. And if he's not Patrick Mahomes, you need to go get Patrick Mahomes, right? Like how many fans are upset with the quarterback play of say Justin Fields in Chicago? He's the perfect example because Fields makes a lot of plays. Yes, he does. But he also fails to make some plays. And then you think to yourself, well, you know, if Patrick Mahomes can do that, we got to find someone who can do it. Lamar Jackson's another one. Lamar Jackson can make six electrifying plays in a row. Then he can make one that just has, leaves you scratching your head and you think this guy I'll never win. Well, no, that's not the case. Mahomes is the exception. He's not the rule. That's the problem we have with how we process this stuff. Well, look, go back to the Super Bowl where they got bludgeoned by Tampa, right? Yeah. I mean, he had two of the most remarkable incompletions that we're ever going to see. <laughs> I mean, he's running for his life, does a pirouette, a backflip, jumps over a player, does a somersault, going out of bounds, a you know parallel to the ground, and almost completes a damn touchdown pass. Ha! I mean, he's done things that even in failure has been mesmerizing. Oh, yeah. Like the one I just described to a, a grand exaggeration just to drive home how remarkable this <laughs> dude's talent is. And we've gotten spoiled. So to the point where, and I can't emphasize this enough, they went on the damn road and won by double digits and we're going, what's wrong with them? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough. Not good enough for me. I expect more. It's right. I mean, yeah, I needed you to cover that spread, and I needed you to cover all the teaser legs as well. And you got there for me, but let's make it a little bit easier. It just look pretty. Yeah. I mean, come on. What are we doing? Right? The game was in doubt for a little bit there. I don't like that. From superchargers, exhaust kits, and more, eBay Motors has over 122 million parts to keep your ride or die alive. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If the Cowboys boys were to consider this a successful season what would they have to accomplish that's what we're going to talk about next ian fitzsimmons joe fornball carlin versus joe espn radio this is the carlin versus joe podcast on espn radio 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You know, felt like the, the kid that didn't do anything in the class project but got an A. James Cook for an 18-yard touchdown reception. The Cook is in the kitchen. The Bills with a convincing and impressive 31-10 victory over the hottest team in football. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> Cowboys get waxed in another big spot, setting up an incredible matchup next weekend against the Miami Dolphins. Two teams that can't win big games facing each other. Bet the draw? We bet the draw here like in boxing? 14-1. to 1. We're going OT? We're going OT Time ball game. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's start with this. Bad game for the Cowboys or a bad sign of things to come? Here's Dominique Foxworth on Get Up this morning. It's a bad sign because you wanted to see them be able to fight back against that O-line and that D-line being overpowered. That's the thing that they're going to have to go up against when they play the 49ers. The two things they're going to have to face 49ers is going on the road and also playing against a team that offensive line wants to run the ball and smash you in the face. They just had it happen to them again against an opponent that we don't think is as good as the 49ers. So it's scary for them. And then on the other side of the ball, we had a similar looking situation where their O-line couldn't really hold up against a pass rush that's not as talented as the 49ers. It's one thing to go out there, maybe in the first month of the season, go three and one, lose a big road game, and then have the rest of the season to try to figure it out. But here we are, Christmas right around the corner. Cowboys have gone on the road and gotten beat by Arizona, San Francisco, Philadelphia, and Baltimore by a combined 70 points. They got outscored by 70 points in those four games. And now we got to ask ourselves, have we seen enough to realize nothing's really changed in Dallas? Ian, coming into the season, we had questions as to could they handle the big spot? Could they go on the road and win? Could they finally do it against somebody that matters in the playoffs? And every time they seem to get tested outside of the home game against Philadelphia two weeks ago, they've come up woefully short. They're a different team on the road, and I can't explain it. Uh, I mean, I really can't, Joe. Undefeated at home, three and four on the road. Points per game at home, right at 40. 40 points per game. 40. On the, on the road, 21.7. 
They're, you know, defensively, opponents' points per game at home, right around 15. On the road, they're giving up a full touchdown more, just under 23 points per game. And here's the biggest one. Turnover dif- differential. At home, undefeated, plus 10. On the road, 3-4, and four, minus 1. There it is. Coach, and, and you make numbers dance any way you want, right? But those bad boys are matching up with the eye in the sky because film don't lie. And those numbers are basically, and those stats are a direct reflection of what we see on film, whether you're watching it live, where you're going back and watching the All-22, those bad boys match up. Their game just does not travel. And yesterday, biggest shocker to me is what James Cooks did to them, man. They literally lined up going, we're coming right here, stop it. And they couldn't. Nothing. Took their manhood from them, where Cook went for 221 total yards and a buck 79 on the ground. That's over seven yards a pop, man. And they couldn't do a damn thing about it. They just took their will from them. The biggest concern I'd have isn't even the ability to play well on the road, whatever you want to call it, the turnovers. And If you're a Dallas fan, the biggest concern has to be teams will put a whooping on you and you won't do anything about it. Like that's the, They didn't fight at all in the San Francisco road game. They didn't fight at all in this game. It's either things are going yep. your way and you're going to blow everybody out or things are not going your way and you're going to throw in the towel. In the playoffs, at some point, you're going to have to show some guts. You're going to have to show some fortitude. You might be down 14-3. to three. You're going to need to rally. Cleveland found a way to rally yesterday. Houston found a way to rally yesterday. Not playing elite competition, but still, those are tough spots in tight games where you've got to make a series of plays and, more importantly, make no more mistakes if you're going to come back and win those games. They did. The Cowboys never get back into these games. It's like they get popped and then they just wilt and they go to the cards and they lose a unanimous That's the kicker, decision. Right there. Yeah. That, 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 Joe, you just that that is spot on, man. It wasn't like it was a three-point loss. They lost by tw- they got tuned to the tune of 21 points, man. They were never in the game from the opening kick. Hell, I mean, it's, it felt like they didn't get off the plane. And it, they got every time the schedule comes out, what do NFL players and coaches do? Look for the bye week. That's number one. Second, <laughs> second thing they do. They check the cold weather games, especially you if you're a dome team. And they saw Buffalo in mid-December, and they're going, son of a... Uh. And they and got a blessing. It, it wasn't bad. It was not bad. They kept saying it on the broadcast. Yes. It was in the 40s. It was a damn gift. And he still got just trucked. By 21 points. It wasn't like it was a three-point game, Joe. I mean, that, that, that's, the, that's why... Bad game or bad sign, it's a bad sign to me. You have had one team, one Super Bowl winner in the last 10 years. This is from our friends at ESPN Stats and Info that have lost by double digits in the month of December or January. It was in 2017, the Eagles, your beloved Eagles, lost by double digits on December 3rd, still went on to win the Lombardi. That is the only team in the last 10 years to win a Super Bowl and lose by double digits in the dash for cash, which is right now in December. And they were dealing with quarterback issues because they had lost Carson Wentz, their starter. That's not a problem Dallas is having right now. Dallas Great has point. their starter, and that starter was the MVP favorite until that happened yesterday, and Brock Purdy of San Francisco had another big game. So let's ask ourselves this. What's a successful season for the Cowboys at this point in time? One where we all come away, or I shouldn't say all, but the majority of people come away and say, you know what, McCarthy did a good job, Dak did a good job, this team had a good season. This team had a good season. Bring everybody back. They're moving in the right direction. What does that look like where we come on Sports Talk Radio and we just don't kill them after they lose? Or 
is the only way to have a successful season to win the whole damn thing. Now, NFC Championship game. They have, Make they have, it to the NFC yeah, Championship they game. They haven't been there since, what, 1996? So they have a handful of playoff wins in the last 25 years. I mean, uh, you can count them all on one hand. That's it. So to me, they have to get to the NFC Championship game. They may get absolutely trucked, punked, you name it, by San Francisco. That's the one team I do trust in both AFC and NFC. I'll take the Niners, and I'll give you the field right now, and I'll I'll take San Francisco. That's how dominant they are in all three phases. But to me, the Cowboys have got to get to the NFC Championship game in order for this not to be a failure. I mean, it's going to be a tough path. Because of that loss, they're now at Miami. Then they're going to host the Lions. Then they've got the Commanders. That's going to be a win. The Eagles have the Seahawks tonight. We're going to try to figure out what's going on with Jalen Hurts. He's sick. We don't know if he's going to play. If the Eagles find a way to win that game, the final three are Giants, Cardinals at Giants. You're not winning that division. And that means if you're Dallas, you're now a wild card team that's going to have to win three road games to get to the Super Bowl, one of which would almost definitely have to be in San Francisco. And I keep asking myself, if you don't go to the Super Bowl, you don't win the Super Bowl, but you do just enough to bring everybody back next year and say, you know what? Mike's the guy. Dak's the guy. We're good. Okay, fine. But what's going to happen between now and next season that's going to take this to another level? Hell, what's going to happen between now and, and Sunday against yeah. the Fish? That, yeah. What do you make of that one, by the way? That number came out. Miami only a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, Dallas on the road, right? I mean, the thing is, you generally get your standard three maybe for home field advantage. So we are telling you, even though Miami's a favorite, we're telling you here Dallas would be the, the team that's power ranked higher. And we're dealing with some injuries here. we got to see Tyreek Hill's status. So I think that's them aiming for a safer number. More, more likely than not, just because of figuring out what's going to go on with Hill and all that. Why? What's the early lean tell you? Early. I'm ready to fire. I can fire. Your boy can fire six, seven days in advance. As, as badly as we are, and, and, and as much as we are crucifying the Cowboys right now, it feels like Miami coming off a 30 to nothing win. All week we're going to be talking about it. You're going to be hearing from this show, Sports Center, you name it, every platform. Heck, CNN. I mean, WE might be talking about the Cowboys' road wins. Hallmark will be talking about the Cowboys' road woes, right? So it feels like they're begging you to take Miami, which will tell, tell me, you know, I'm a contrarian. I'd have to ride with this awful road team in the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> There's always the option to not bet it, but that's not on the table for guys like us. You're going to have to have no. something there. Have something. A uh, little bit of breaking news here. Breaking, breaking news. Busy morning for the Pittsburgh Steelers. First head coach Mike Tomlin announced that Mason Rudolph, not Mitchell Trubisky, would start Saturday against the Bengals. Now, DeMonte Kazee has been suspended for the remainder of the season, including the playoffs, for his hit on Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman that left Pittman in concussion protocol. There's going to be a lot to get to with that. A lot to get to because the best segment of the week is on deck. NFL takeoff next on ESPN Radio. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fornball. You're listening to Carlin vs. Joe, Sirius XM Channel 80. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Enough is enough! I have had it with these takes on this plane! Everybody strap in! This plane is headed down the runway and ready for the NFL takeoff. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fordenball. You're listening to Carlin vs. Joe, presented by Progressive Insurance. This is the NFL takeoff. Let's go to work. Dolphins 30, Jet Zero. This was a forget failure to compete for the New York Jets. This was a failure to show up. <laughs> I don't even know if, if they left New Jersey, man. Dolphins 30, Jet 0, absolute beat down. Give the Dolphins full credit. Bust up the Jets. The Jets have had a lot of just throw your hands up in the air and wonder why they're even here games this year. I mean, Tyree Kill wasn't there. Like, what, what, what was the issue? What was the issue? It's not like that was a great version of the Dolphins, and you scored zero. And again, we're going to talk about the quarterback stuff. There are situations around the league where backup quarterbacks have stepped in and teams have found a way to look competent. Minnesota, Cleveland, Cincinnati. It goes on and on. Indy. And then there are – yeah, Indy. And then there are situations like the Chargers where it collapses. And then there are situations like this. The Jets this season, I don't know, man. Like Robert Sala, no one was expecting you to get to the playoffs and win games, but you can't just get pulverized like this on a regular basis. Lions 42, Broncos 17. Well, the Lions had a bounce back, and they looked impressive. They looked, actually, they looked furious, livid. That's a team that played angry and just took Denver's soul. And with that, that exchange between Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, I don't remember a vested vet who has a ring get absolutely just chewed out. Like, I mean, like, that's like when I didn't do my chores growing up on Top Talk yeah. Farm in Folsom, Louisiana, <laughs> and Mama Fitz got a hold of me, man. I mean, I was just waiting on, on the switch to come out, you know, like like Mama Fitz used to do to me. And that was, I have, I do not, do you remember a head coach unloading on a vet like that? And for everyone to see, I don't remember one, Joe. The only other time I remember seeing it was Sean Payton doing it to Russell Wilson at the beginning of the year because <laughs> he got a, he got after him at the beginning of the year too. That game, look, it, there wasn't a whole lot I got right last week. We nailed this one. We nailed this one. Denver had been one of the luckiest teams in the NFL. On a seven-game stretch, they were six and one. They were number one in average starting field position during that seven-game stretch. Their opponents had fumbled the ball eighteen times. Eighteen fumbles Woo. in seven games. They were covered 11 of them. Those are both number one in the NFL. That is not predictive. You can't bank on that every single week. And when that dries up, you're going to have to pull another card to figure out how to win the hand. They weren't able to do that. They got smoked. Credit to the Lions for playing big in that game. Buccaneers 34, Packers 20. All right, golfers clap. Baker Mayfield. Well done. Well done, young lad. Well done. Goes into Lambeau, and he has, in the history of quarterback play at Lambeau Field, the first ever perfect quarterback rating. 
Now, I don't know what the hell goes into a quarterback rating. I mean, that's math that is way beyond my education. It took me six and a half years to get out of Bama, so I have no earthly <laughs> idea how you come up with a quarterback rating. But he ended up 22 of 28, 381 yards, four touchdowns, no INTs. Oh, a lot of people want to blame Green Bay. I'm giving full credit to a Tampa Bay team that's playing pretty damn good football right now and is now in, uh, has control of the NFC South. Again, golfers clap. Yep. Baker Mayfield, well done. First visiting player with a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. Aaron Rodgers had a perfect rating as a home quarterback for the Packers back in 2019. Right there. Green Bay, these are the trial and tribulations of a young team trying to find their way. They got hot for a minute. Everyone started talking about the playoffs, and they went to the Giants in a really one of those really tough spots in the NFL. It's one thing in college football when you step down in class against the team on the road, you can still hammer them when you're legit. In the NFL, every game's going to matter. Someone's going to show up. Just ask the Atlanta Falcons, who found that out the hard way in Carolina over the weekend. Yeah, they did. But the inability to bounce back and play well against the box speaks volumes as to where this team is at. It's not a big deal. We knew this was going to be a transitional year where you were going to experiment, but maybe we got ahead of ourselves, got a little out over the skis with all the Packers praise for the Bucks. Very excited to see who's going to win the NFC South, because from what I understand mathematically, someone does have to win it. <laughs> Rounds 20. Bear 17. They're contractually obligated. Contractually <laughs> obligated to, to win the division. That awful division. <laughs> Give it up for Joe Flacco. Off the couch. Does Has no idea how much money he's making. Did you see that exchange with uh, in the locker room last week, Joe? Where Flacco was asked, uh, you know, how much you make? And he goes, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't checked my, my bank account recently. That's which a good probably, spot to be in. Oh, that's when you know you got bleep you money. When you don't have to, as a starting quarterback in the NFL, you don't even have to check to see what your direct deposit was. You're good. I mean, that's a, that's that's next level. This one stung a little bit, though, and you know why. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, – f- well, first of all, to your analogy, um, that's like me in the casino. I'm up a couple hundred bucks, and I have one of those uh, coin vouchers, dollar twenty-two, and I'm like, I don't need to cash this in. I'm rolling. That's Joe Flacco. What? So who was – it was Mooney that had a chance to catch the Hail Mary? Oh, it killed me, oh, man. that was a five-teamer, right? Kill, it killed me. It went to a four-teamer, which is very rare. Pushed when you on the three. A, a four-game parlay. Uh, but, yeah, I got a push on that boy. And, and Mooney, he catches that Hail Mary. It falls in his lap 99 out of 100 times. The one time that's the last game in a five-game parlay that goes pushes to four. I shouldn't be complaining about it because we still hit the four-gamer. Yeah. But, I mean, that, that would have had a comma in it. That, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's Santa's right coming down the chimney soon. Any extra chiclets you can get in the bank account goes a long way. Full credit, though, to the Browns. They find a way to get it done. And Joe Flacco, again, has no idea how much money he's making. Once once the comma comes into play, oh, now we're talking serious business. Right, right. I believe, I have to double-check this, but I believe the Bears became the first team in NFL history to blow three fourth-quarter leads of 10 or more points in a single season. Like, that's the Bears this year. Like, the Bears have been decent as of late. The defense continues to get better. Justin Fields, you got to go win that game, man. You got to go win that game. Everyone wants to talk about Fields coming back, Fields being with the Bears next year. Your defense did everything it needed to do to win that game for you. You had to go down the field at some point in the fourth quarter. At some point, you had to go win that game if you're going to be the guy. And they couldn't do it. And the Hail Mary was close, but you can't be banking on that on a regular basis. 
Texans 19, Titans 16. Here's another one. This one was ugly, man. Uh, this is friends and family only, but I'm going to go <laughs> off the field and a big tip of the cap to Mike Vrabel, head coach, Tennessee Titans. As they were wearing the Oilers unis against the Houston Texans, which the pettiness I do love. That I, really I ticked it. people off, man. Like social media was going nuts, the people out of Houston. Care. I thought it was, I thought it was, you know, it's petty, but I liked it. But Vrabes being a football historian. Rolling out with the 10-gallon Stetson yeah. as a tip of the cap and a tribute to the great Bum Phillips. Good job out of Raves, even though this team lost. Good job out of Raves. Much like the Bears, the Titans, with every opportunity to close that thing out, couldn't figure out anything. That offensive line was a disgrace. Will Levis couldn't get the ball out of his hands to save his life. And then he suffers an injury at the end of the game. And Houston just keeps plugging along. Houston figured it out defensively. They were just getting after Levis on every single play in the fourth quarter. And then they went on to win it. DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins looks like he has significantly lost a step. He can't get separation. He is not anywhere near the same guy that we remember. 49ers 45, Cardinals 29. This one's simple, man. It's the best team in football. Back to you, Joe. Yeah, I had the Cardinals plus the points. I I outthought the room. That was a little galaxy brain there. Cardinals off the bye, getting a ton of points at home. Divisional opponent who has Baltimore on deck. And then Arizona went up 7-0. And I was like, I knew it. I'm a genius. And then about four minutes later, I was like, "Eh, that that, reality hit. Yeah, I was like, that was a a tactical error. I probably should have seen this one coming. I don't know why I believe that game was going to be close. Panthers 9, Falcons 7. They played it all right. They played that hey, game, Ian. <laughs> all I know is little bro got a dub, man. Only second one on the year. Way to fight, boys. And an absolute monsoon. Where you talk about friends and family, those yeah. are the only people that were attending that game. Well, there's App State the day before, right? The bowl game with all that, but just the rain and just the wind. It was nasty. But Carolina found a way to get a dub. And Atlanta, right there in the mix of the NFC South, dropped a critical game. And Desmond Ritter continues to turn the ball over in the red zone, the quarterback of the Falcons. You say friends and family only at that game. I don't know if the friends showed up. <laughs> I think the, <laughs> the family was there. I don't know about the friends sitting through that weather. Congratulations Ooh. to Carolina, though. The way they were celebrating at the end of that game, it's great to see that those guys haven't rolled over and died. I know it's been a tough season, but to see that sort of emotion afterwards – That feels great. The NFL has made a significant decision regarding their future, and the Heisman winner has made his own significant decision. That is next. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fornball. This is Carlin vs. Joe on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin vs. Joe podcast on ESPN Radio. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
More bad news out of Pittsburgh. The NFL has announced that Steelers safety DeMonte KZ has been suspended for the remainder of the season, including the playoffs. NFL Vice President of Football Operations John Runyon issued a suspension noting that KZ has had multiple prior violations of rules designed to protect the health and safety of players, specifying that, quote, when players violate the rules intended to protect player safety on a repeated basis, and particularly when the violations carry with them a significant risk of injury to an opposing player, it is appropriate to impose substantially greater penalties. This is in regards to the KZ hit that was on Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman in Pittsburgh's loss on Saturday to the Colts. That was a vicious hit, Ian. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you mentioned it. You know, Pittman is now in concussion protocol. Uh, and it's it's the body of work. I like how Runyon, who played a long time in the NFL, you know, referenced multiple prior violations of rules designed to protect the the health and safety of players. You know, I mean, and when you have how look Kareem Jackson, I mean, it took how long before he finally got suspended for the Denver Broncos, and that dude was head hunting. So here, same thing. I mean, when you have that many prior violations, that's a body of work. You know, I, I have I have zero problem with him being suspended for the remainder of the years. And if Pittsburgh makes the postseason, he has to sit down too. Do you have a problem with it? Or do you think it's too severe? No, I, I the hit was brutal. And if that's a one time thing, then it's going to be handled it's differently. Different. But once you start to become the repeat offender, these guys like with Draymond Green, you've got to sit there at some point. You got to say the Great message point. is not getting across. The message is not getting across. Draymond, we just gave you five games last month. You're out there throwing punches again. We have to do something more significant. We have to get your attention because you're not listening. KZ, multiple violations. They need to get his attention. And this most likely will. Moving forward, you got to find a way to alter your game. That hit looked awful in the game against the Colts. He looks like a heat-seeking missile, as they would say, going right for Pittman. And the result is devastating. So I can completely understand it. Yeah, you can't launch, can't use a crown of your helmet. And the latter one drives me nuts, man. How often do you see players, whether at college or even in the NFL, that continue to lower their head and use the crown of their helmet? And not wrap up. I mean, it, 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 that is like fingernails on a chalkboard. That runs injury risk for you as well. Thank That's you, the man. thing. It's not just about laying the other guy out. Yes. You can break your neck putting your head down like that. Man, Chris Spielman, the great Chris Spielman, once said, and he's spot on, you see what you hit, hit what you see, one step, wrap, two steps, close the gap in front of the ball, and arrive with bad intentions. I That's mean, good. That's real good. See what you hit, hit what you see. Keep your head up. And a lot of these guys aren't doing it. And and when you launch and use the crown, that's going to be automatic every single time. Man, what a season for the Steelers. Started hot, but it was a mirage because a lot of those one-score wins were gifts. One courtesy of the Ravens, one courtesy of the Browns, and now late in the season, they can't get anything going. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Joe Fortenball, Carlin versus Joe, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We've got some breaking news out of the college football world as well. Carlin versus Joe. Breaking news. LSU quarterback and Heisman Trophy winner Jaden Daniels has announced that he is skipping LSU's bowl game against Wisconsin and declaring for the NFL draft. Daniels was slated to participate in the ReliaQuest Bowl in Tampa Bay at Raymond James Stadium against Wisconsin, but I don't think a lot of people expected him to go through with that. He's got a bright future in front of him. Mel Kuyper, NFL draft analyst, you may have heard of him, joined us on this show last week talking about Jane Daniels. 
Caleb Williams is solidly QB1, despite the Notre Dame game, which was the big hiccup of the year and kind of game you just say, okay, let's throw it away. Don't, don't even worry about it. It was just a bad game all the way around. But Drake had several of those this year. Now, Drake also had a new coordinator, and his two top receivers were in the NFL. So you, and, and he didn't have Tez Walker right away. So, again, you can, I can't excuse away some of the missed throws and some of the struggles, the NC State game, the Clemson game, the Virginia game. It was multiple games where Drake was just not – at an AA-plus level, okay? So that's why Jaden is putting pressure on Drake for that second quarterback spot. Ian, generally, when we have a quarterback like Daniels who plays at a big-time program, wins a lot of games, puts up monster numbers, wins the Heisman Trophy, it's a no-doubter the guy's going first overall. In his case, what's keeping him back? Is it the size? It's Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. <laughs> that's, that's what's keeping him back, man. It has nothing to do with Jaden Daniels. It has everything to do with the USC Trojan. I, I, had, I had USC uh, four times the last two years, twice this year. And I've talked to the same four scouts every week going into you know a, a game to, to just to get prep and see. And it also helps with NFL draft prep, um, to say the least. But the comps that all four of these guys who have been around a long time, combined rings, nine, nine Super Bowl rings with these mm. four scouts, Every one of them used the same names when it came to Caleb Williams as far as comparables. And it was John Elway, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck. As far as athleticism, Andrew Luck, that's how athletic this dude is. And Caleb Williams does not ignore leg day. You can stack books on this dude's calves, man. I mean, he is, he is a specimen. And the mental side, I mean, it, it is off the charts. He's going number one overall. Daniels, to Mel's point, I agree with him, is putting a lot of pressure on that number two overall pick if it is going to be Drake May. I mean, think about this. Daniels threw for over 3,800 yards, completed 70% of his passes, 40 touchdown passes, only four INTs. Then you factor in over 1,100 yards rushing and another 10 tuds. That's 50 touchdowns to only four INTs. Damn, man. The biggest thing for Daniels is that he's got to get down. You can't be – like I had him against Florida State earlier this year. You can't be running into All-American linebackers and diving into them and getting your, just your, your dome knocked off. man. So he's got to learn to get out of bounds and slide more. But he's a remarkable talent that has come so far in two years at LSU. I mean, when he got there, my hands are about six inches apart. That was the playbook they were using. Now – I got two yards, I mean, a yard and a half apart, right? I mean, he's got every single bit of that playbook down. They used every inch of it, and he was – you saw it. I mean, he was a remarkable talent out there. And if they, if their ascending. defense is halfway decent, they're in the playoff. Oh, Greg Brooks. When Greg Brooks went, had to go out with that with that brain tumor, I don't know how he's doing now. I know he's still in the hospital. There are, are there fantastic all-SEC safety. He was a signal caller on that back end. That defense never bounced back after Brooksy, uh, you know, took that awful turn from a medical standpoint. So, and thoughts and prayers to his family. But you're right, man. If they, if they just get a couple more stops – you know, they gave up a lot of points, a lot of yards, man. But you get a stop here or there, they are right in the mix because of Daniels and that offense and Malik Neighbors making a run for the CFP. But he's a great talent, a great person, and I think he's going to have one heck of a career at the next level. All right, so when we're evaluating him, and I know this is early in the process and you're not watching every single snap and then putting your evaluation on it, but you're talking to a lot of guys. This is a top 10 pick we're talking about, Jane oh, yeah, Daniels, yeah, LSU? Yeah, oh yeah. So we've got at yeah. least, we're looking at three quarterbacks in the top 10-ish. Drake May is going to be there as well? Correct. Yep. All right, we got to start focusing on those props. Got to start Caleb focusing Williams, on the props. Caleb, I don't know what the odds are right I now. I don't even know. But if that's... there ain't no way, in my opinion, 
Don't overthink this, folks. I mean, it's a simple thing. Don't overthink it. He's going number one overall. People did not like the fact that he ran and cried to his mom after that one loss. I was there for that game. I called that game, and that drives me nuts. Because a dude cares about, you know why he was doing that? Why, he, why he, all his emotions came out? They couldn't get back to the Pac-12. They were eliminated from the Pac-12 title game. I talked to Cliff Kingsbury at length about that, who was a senior analyst for USC. And he said, that dude cares about winning for the guy next to him more than anything else. And the biggest misconception about Caleb Williams, that he's all about a focus group of one. And that could be further. It could not be further from the truth. I dropped him 15 spots on my big board. You can't be crying. Can't play football and cry. (laughs) No emotions, whether you win or lose. I don't want to see any emotion ever. I need you to be like Drago prior to getting beat. (laughs) You are are so cold. That's the funniest crap when you see that, though. Like coming off the Notre Dame game when he was a little off, it's like, okay, bad weather. Maybe this is something worth noting. But then after a game, an emotional loss, it's like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this guy going and talking to his family afterwards. This is ridiculous. Relax, people. Relax. One NFL coach, get this, he says he's not panicking. His actions say otherwise. Ian Fitzsimmons, Joe Fordball, Carlin versus Joe on ESPN Radio. This is the Carlin versus Joe podcast on ESPN Radio.